Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. I'm your host, D. Simon. I'm Harrison. Uh, we are also joined by special guest Rusty Hello. in the studio. You guys might remember Rusty, who was here a couple weeks ago talking about hookers. Yeah, um, love them. That is not why we're having him here today. Rusty mm. just happened to be in the hood. I'm going to be on the show. Thanks, Rusty. Thanks for How's having tricks? me. How's tricks? How's tricks? Literally, how are tricks? Tricks are good. <laughs> I imagine. Have you have you been going back getting any hookers? Yes, there was a, uh, only one more since we last talked though. Oh wow, same one or the the blonde? Yes. Oh, the same blonde. Okay, the, wow, the repeat customer. I have a question for you. Yes, yes. Immediately after you come, are you just like, oh, that was two hundred dollars? God <laughs> damn it! You know that's what I would do. Like right after, you know. He's Jewish though. Oh, yeah. half oh, Jew. Like He's a half Jew. Yeah, half no. breed. No, usually half it was uh, money well spent. Huh. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. You, did you say that uh, you want to like come multiple times in the hour? Mm. Yes. Like he tries to he tries to do it like mm. porn star style. Yeah. Uh, Get yes. the most out of your ejaculations. Oh sure, yeah. Yeah. Somebody, Rather than just saving it. But that's all I, th- I think with this particular one uh uh she's very considerate. She'll do the full hour and she'll let you go multiple times throughout that hour without looking at her phone. Without looking at her phone. She, wait, she doesn't even check her phone the whole time you're having no. sex with her? No, but I learned a new rule when I was at her with her this time was, because uh, I wasn't really paying attention to time either, and then what they do is the, uh, they text her when the time's up. Oh, wait, they, t- oh, so she, she probably gets a notification on her phone. They like, tell her, ding, your yeah, time is she done. basically says, guy, come in inside, they say, cool, and then when it's over, they mm-hmm. text her and say, hey, he should be leaving. Do you pull out or do you come inside? Uh, you wear, you're wearing a condom. So oh, okay. It yeah. doesn't really matter. Can yeah, you get anal or is that extra? That's extra. Yeah. Anal is extra. Uh, extra yeah. ones are uh, coming in mouth uh, and swallowing. Uh, coming in mouth and spitting out, I think, is uh, like kind of part of the meal kind of thing. Hmm. $5 for a regular fuck, 7 for an ass fuck. <laughs> I used to like it in... That's uh, the Deadwood in, Price circa 1876. Right? Amsterdam, it used to be 100 guilders for a suck and a fuck. <laughs> and you got 10 minutes. That was it. Ten minutes, hundred guilders, which is like I don't know, forty dollars. I uh, yeah, and I mean in Prague when I was there, the, the, you can get a gypsy to suck your dick for about <laughs> like literally about five dollars, the, the equivalent of five dollars. And the the gypsy was like so, uh, probably approaching Ewok level of hairiness. 
you know, <laughs> if I had to guess, if I had to. Do you like go to? A, do you go outside the street and just ask like a guy wearing a tracksuit, being like, "Hey, where can I get a blowjob?" He's like, "Eh, go down to park and find Gypsy." No, they just come right up to you. The gypsies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, "Oh, I'll use this condom," and I'm like, <laughs> "What?" <laughs> Can I get my dick sucked with a condom? But what, do they look what? like did gypsies? Did we lose a war or something? What's going on? I mean, do they, does it look like a gypsy that's about to tell your fortune? Or does yes. it look like a gypsy who's like a hooker? Um, a little bit of both. A little bit of both. Fun, a little I bit of both. I kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, Harrison, you told me that uh, you're running late today because you were getting your STDs checked. <laughs> yeah, I was did you find anything? I was, I, well, I, got, I did that. I also, you know, saw... Uh, Pat and Oswald eating alone in a restaurant, and I, I had to take some time to to, to, to enjoy that. I love how like you find and... so much humor in this. It's just seeing Pat and Oswald uh, dining alone because his wife oh, died a couple man. months ago. Look, he's invading shows I watch. I can't, you know, it's his fault. He's got that uh, that my like stories. He's all up in my visage, though, doesn't he? He does. Yeah. Like was... you look at that guy, you're like that's what. The personification of sadness would be your rivulets of faith. rivulets of te- I could see the rivulets of tears fucking eroding his fat face. <laughs> have, you so, guys, have you guys seen Big Fan? The movie he did, yeah, when he's the Giants fan, yeah, he, he got his, his ass mom beat. And all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, it, that actually, he didn't have to act in that movie. That, that was, was him. just him. He played himself. Yeah. Um. So, Harrison, did you go to like a Planned Parenthood or something? No, there's a free uh, clinic thing. Planned Parenthood's free. A lot, of guy, a lot of guys well, think, I can't go Well, this was in walking there. distance. It was close. I don't know. I looked up fucking on the website where it's like, free STD check. So hey, did they do the whole gamut? Like the everything? Whole deal. AIDS, yeah, everything? Yeah, yeah, Everything. Whole deal. You know, you know what was weird? In San Francisco. And it's like I had, to, I had to urinate. They like shoved the fucking Q-tip down my throat. I, I got a pinprick on my finger. Uh, they took blood. Everything. They didn't swab it? They swab your, your cock? No. No. Well, did you? Were you showing any symptoms? No, no, no. But you're no, just no. getting just uh, you know yeah, routine yeah. tests. Just so I have the paperwork. Oh. Yeah. So I remember uh, in San Francisco when I first when I first got gonorrhea, I freaked yeah. out, and I remember calling my brother. My brother's like, "Dude, it's no big deal. Your dick mm. has a sore throat. Not a big mm. deal at all." Like my brother's had gonorrhea mm. like twenty times. Anyway, so I go. I was freaked out, and I go to the uh, the uh, clinic on Seventh Street. I forget the name of it, but Seventh mm. Street Clinic off of Folsom in San Francisco. And there's like a big line of people, and it's right across the street from an elementary school. It's the most, mm. and you're standing in line like, hey, I'm a pervert. Yeah. And like all these people are coming out. Some people are just like stoked, and other are like gay men just sobbing. Yeah. Leaving, and you're Oof. just like, great, this is Jesus awesome. Jesus Christ. So anyway, I go in there mm. to go get tested, and back then, they'd test you for everything. Like gonorrhea, mm. herpes, everything they could do. And mm. then later on, they stopped testing heterosexuals for AIDS. Hmm. Like if you went That's in there, you're weird. like, yeah, I'm not gay, and yeah. I, I don't get. Uh, First of all, they don't test you for AIDS. They test you for HIV. HIV whatever. Okay. Right. They they stopped testing you for HIV, and Come I was on. like, I want to be tested for the HIV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I just want to make. I want a clean yeah. bill of goods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they won't do it. It's weird because they do it, and it's like a second. They prick your finger, and they're like, you ah, here finger. it is. You're I done. remember it used to be like you have to wait nine months. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you had to go there. <laughs> like, to be like, oh, initially, man. when I got yeah. tested, I remember you had to go, they yeah. called you back like two weeks later and you had to go talk to a counselor and he yeah. let you know mm. whether or not you had it or <sighs> not. It was like, it was grueling. It was. It, was it really, really was. Bad. But yeah. now it's like, yeah, a little pinprick. Yeah. And they're like, ah, you're HIV negative. You're good to go. We live in amazing So they did times. test you, but you just had to ask. No, this was a while ago. But recently, I remember like, in, I don't know, 2004, they would test you. But then later when I'd go there, they're like, yeah, we don't test hetero people anymore for, for, for him. They test mm. you for everything else. And so what, what a lot of guys were doing is they were going to like the gay mm. uh, STD places and just being like, yeah, I'm gay, whatever. And they'll test you there. Mm. 
But yeah, I don't know why. But I went you to. You probably uh, just fucking stole the gobstopper or something, and then they were like, fuck you. You know, you're supposed to give it back, and then they test you for did it. Did you uh, see any hot ladies at the STD clinic? No. Were you not looking, or did you just. I wasn't really there? paying attention, but no, I didn't. Would you be averse to picking up an attractive woman at an STD clinic? Uh, I wouldn't, but I don't. I actually can't approach uh, women I don't know in public, so <laughs> I can't. So you know? uh, what are you here for? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you got any symptoms? Isn't like a George, uh, George <laughs> Collin joke? It's like the best place to pick up women is abortion rallies? Yeah, abortion clinic. <laughs> um, yeah, What's an know? abortion rally? It's like a Trump rally. Oh, but, okay. Yeah. All right. But you're aborted. I'd like um, to go, like you get instead of those like number one foam things, you just got a big fucking fetus. Just a fetus. Yeah, yeah. No, abortion rally is the protesters, right? Outside oh, the outside Planned the Parenthood. thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, I went to the Planned Parenthood on uh, Sunset or no yeah. Sunset in Vermont. It's down there, and mm. that's you know that's a great place to get tested. A lot of people, a lot of guys, you know, don't realize that guys can get tested there too. Right. But you have to like be willing to endure the scorn. Of all these like pregnant women in there, they're sure. looking at you like "fuck you" yeah. and you're kind, right? Yeah. And if you could deal with that, then it's clean yeah. and it's fast. Take your four hundred dollars and go to hell, <laughs> you dick. Yeah. My boyfriend won't even pay for the abortion. Mm. You know, it's it's terrible. It feels weird. Yeah. But uh, once you get out of there, like HIV negative, it's all thumbs up. You know. That's great. It's great. High fives all around. High fives all around. You know yeah. who I wonder? Um, I wonder if she got tested. In Italy, or she got tested here? Amanda Knox. Uh, she got tested in Italy. Did she? They tested her when she entered the prison, and they told her she was HIV positive just to fuck with her. Yeah. <laughs> Is that in the yeah. documentary? Yeah. So in the new documentary on Netflix, yeah. they talk about her getting tested. So the, 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 they, te they tested her, and then the police leaked the, uh, the report, right, to the, uh, yeah. to the press that she was yeah. HIV positive and had all these uh, STDs. Well, it's because of the uh, – that, that was one, one thing. They – manufactured a scandal yeah out of that like they took this American they manufactured tourist, a lot of shit yeah and they manufactured a scandal so it's interesting that they were saying mm. so she believes she had HIV mm -hmm. wow so yeah. uh, this new documentary that came out about Amanda Knox it's uh, I think it's out in theaters on Netflix uh, it's just called Amanda Knox right on theaters uh, yeah but why, why would it come out in theaters and Netflix uh, they probably released it in one so they can get a, a qualify for Academy Awards oh just yeah I guess that makes sense um, so it, it, it talks about the Amanda Knox case. I know we've covered it here on Sick and Wrong because we've been doing this show for fucking ever. Yeah. But we did, I think we talked about it a couple times. We talked about it when it actually occurred right. back in 2007. Then we talked about it again when she got back to the U.S. And then Italy was coming back to try to extradite her and char charge her again hmm. on other charges. And like Obama's like, nah, she's not going. Huh. Sorry. Well, I mean, a lot of it is tricky because I don't, I don't, as far as I know, Italy doesn't have a constitution. Like, instead of a constitution, they just, I think they just use, like, Dante's Inferno and then just, like, a cocktail napkins with a bunch of, like, sleazy pickup <laughs> lines on it. I think that's their constitution. Well, so. you guys remember, I mean, you guys just watched the documentary. Yeah. I actually haven't seen it yet. Um, I'm going to watch it tonight. But the, the, it's about the Amanda Knox case. British exchange student Meredith Kircher in mm. 2007 was found dead on the floor in the house she'd been sharing with three other women in uh, Perugia, Italy. Her throat had been slit. She was lying in a pool of blood, and she had been covered with a duvet. Yeah. Uh, one of her roommates, 20-year-old Seattle native and fellow st uh, study abroad student Amanda Knox, notified the authorities after allegedly arriving home from sleeping in a new boyfriend's house. She discovered the front door open, blood on the bathroom floor, and this 
This is the biggest reveal from the uh, new documentary. Unknown feces in the toilet. Mm. Who would use a toilet and not flush it? I, I just don't get it. I mean, everybody knows. Yellow, it's mellow. <laughs> What's you that stupid... The other thing? Do you remember that poster that's like, the ghost shit, the corn shit. The, and it's all the different types of shit that you can <laughs> I just, know. You know that. Wait, it, was like, it was like one of these stupid posters at Spencer Gifts. <laughs> I, and it was like, the, you oh, know, the it has little cartoons. Sh- yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, the, the, the ghostly phantom mur- brutal murder shit. the phantom shit. brutal yeah. murder shit. That's I remember this I had this, was. like when I was a kid, I had this friend of mine who was like super, super rich. Like he had like a private arcade in his house and an indoor Olympic sized swimming pool and all this shit, you know. So I'd go over there a lot. And there was this bathroom, and I'd be in the bathroom, and they have that poster on the wall. And I even I don't how many know, different types of shit are there? I was like eight, and I remember thinking like, well, I guess money can't buy class or something, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I remember there's a book at Spencer Gifts called The Big Book of Farts. Oh yes, all the different types of farts. Yeah, I thought that was the funniest thing when I was a kid. It's I was still just like, is funny. Like, yeah, but I mean, <laughs> now it's like yeah, I'm not going to listen to it. But I thought just the fact that someone would categorize all these farts. But it sounds like it's something similar. You're not going to listen to it. There's an audio book of it now. I don't know. Is there? There's a documentary. I mean, there be. There's As like- read by Kelsey Grammer, <laughs> the big book of farts. Um, but yeah, who would? Okay, you murder someone. I don't know if you violate the corpse, but then afterwards you're like, God, I got a shit. Well, you know like, what? I'm not going to leave. I'm just going to, they have a nice shitter here. So when you like, you know, the first time you, you know, uh, smoke some heroin, maybe shoot up heroin, do some cocaine, do some sort of like crazy adrenaline pushing drug. A lot of times your reaction is either to throw coffee. up or to take a shit, right? Yeah. Coffee right. does the same thing. And coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the morning. So I wonder if maybe this guy killed her and got some weird, crazy rush. And he's like, I'm do you ever shit. do you ever take a shit before you have sex with any of the hookers? No, you don't get the adrenaline rush. Like I gotta <laughs> <laughs> only when I cut their throats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so uh, as the next few days played out, because she, you know, she got home her her uh, alibi. She she was at her boyfriend's house. She came home mm. and then she called the authorities. So as the next few days played out, Italian authorities have become more and more convinced that Knox. And her boyfriend had somehow been involved in Kircher's murder, like some kind of sex game gone awry. Well, the sex game thing didn't come till later. Till but, later. But, but they, they suspected her. Definitely. Well, they, they said her unusual behavior yeah. is uh, what condemned her here. It's a weird documentary because nobody looks good. Like, Amanda Knox doesn't look good. Yeah, but Amanda Knox was in the documentary, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She, I thought it was her idea. It is. She yeah. still doesn't look good in it, right? And the detectives look, and the prosecutor, the prosecutor looks awful. Because he's like, he's like, I only look at the facts. Uh, but then he's like, but her behavior was the behavior of a, of a murderer. Yeah. You know, like, that was like his whole thing. And <laughs> That's it's like, a fact. And she was doing immoral things. I'm a strict Catholic, you know, like everybody in Italy. Well, they say that, uh, that, that the Italians thought her, her behavior was unusual. Like, yeah. uh, they, they didn't like the way that she and her boyfriend had been kissing while the police investigated the home. Yeah. Yep. Uh, they thought it was strange that Knox did mm. cartwheels and stretching exercises in the police station. Mm-hmm. That's a little weird. Actually, that, that sounds like the Jodi Arias thing. Remember when she was getting questioned, she was doing hand, uh, standing on her head in the, the interrogation oh, she, That chick was batshit. Is she the one who, th- who threw him off a ledge? Her no, 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 no. She stabbed her boyfriend oh, right. in the shower. Ah, yes. She's the one with um, the, the camera was accidentally taking pictures while she was killing her boyfriend. Uh. <laughs> Their suspicions, which local and international media played up, eventually led to Knox's and her boyfriend's arrest, trial, and imprisonment. 
and that's what's discussed in the uh, the new documentary, yeah. which was filmed over five years, and uh, Amanda Knox is involved in it. Yeah. But so what's interesting about this documentary and uh, why a lot of people are talking about it? I guess there's a lot of like total like what the fuck reveals like revelations that come out of this yes. about this case and no one knew about and uh part of it so a couple of the things were um daily mail journalist nick pisa likens the thrill of getting a front page story to having sex yeah right so i think this is part of it it's like you have this character that i mean she's a, a university student studying abroad and then all of a sudden it's like no sex game gone awry and then daily mails all over it right, calling yeah. her foxy noxy yeah. involved in all this like s&m type of shit now it's a scandal yeah. because apparently by british standards she's foxy yeah i love that so, it's yeah. like in the u.s she's like what like a just kind of like a six well, foxy, maybe a seven foxy noxy was the name she gave herself that was her MySpace page name. That's what oh, that was her oh. MySpace nickname. That's oh, where that's they, where that's they, where got, they got, it got it from. from yeah. Oh, uh, that's okay. Yeah, and all the animated fucking unicorn gifs and shit. So Nick Pisa here, Daily Mail journalist, says a murder always gets people going. Bit of intrigue, bit of mystery, a who done it. What more do you want in this story? And he was the first journalist to get details of the autopsy. Um, which revealed little cuts and nicks from a knife to her neck, as if someone had been taunting or torturing her. Yeah. So that's why I think the Daily Mail coined it as a, uh, or they phrased it as a sex game gone awry. That made it a scandal. And like, you know, in the, in the, uh, in the UK, they love this type of shit. They eat it up. They do. And there's a funny part where Nick Peace is talking about covering Rudy Guedi, Guedi? I don't know how you say his name, but the other guy, the burglar, who oh, was the also actual a suspect. guy, yeah. Yeah, the African guy. With a dude that was charged. Yeah, yeah. With the murder. And, um... He was like, yeah, I mean, we covered the, the trial. Well, we didn't cover the trial. We covered the sentencing. And he basically, he doesn't say it, but he's basically like, yeah, you know, black guy commits crime is like, you know, fucking dog bites man. The bill. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, 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 they have no interest whatsoever in covering that. Journalists basically. devoted less time to covering Rudy Guede's case because mm. he just wasn't interesting. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like, uh, you know, he was convicted. He was actually convicted of murder and sexual assault and sentenced to 30 years in prison. He was actually in Kircher's room the night of the murder. Mm. And they had pinned it. I mean, they had like, you know, their witnesses had saw him go there. Well, he admitted being there, too. Yeah. And he admitted yeah. being there. But yet they barely even covered it because it was like, eh, black guy, African dude, yeah. Nigerian. Makes sense. And they and, and like, I mean, the thing about Boring. like the, the Italian police, like. I read this other book called the Il Monstro di Firenze, the Monster of Florence, which is about the serial killer uh, that operated from the 60s up to the 80s in Florence. Basically a cross between the son of Sam and uh, Jack the Ripper. Like Ooh. he'd shoot lovers that were making out in their cars yeah, like, and then like, like cut out the woman's vagina. Holy shit. It's like a fun <laughs> little mix. Like just like mix them up. You what know? do you do with it? You know, you can wear it for a formal occasion. I don't know. You know, you can what make a mask out of it. Yeah, attach it to your lapel. You know, whatever. I don't know. I'm not a fucking you know, you know severed Gein, vagina expert. Ed Gein used to sever vaginas, and he had like yeah. a drawer in his yeah. kitchen just filled with them. He did, like yeah. napkins. Yeah, kind of. I yeah. know. coasters. So anyway, there was this killer, and uh, the writer of the book, the writers of the book were like investigating it um, because. It went up through the 80s, and they were trying to figure it out in the, in the 1980s, and they, the police were doing a terrible job. The murderer was never caught. But 
eventually the police got so pissed off at them that they're like, yeah, you, you guys have a real peculiar interest in this case. Maybe you guys are the murderers. And they got arrested. For even accusing them? For just, wow. For just like <laughs> looking into it, you know? And they searched their, and they're like, what is this? This is a door. This is a suspicious item. And he's like, that's a doorstop. You know, like literally they got arrested and, and yeah. Did I mean, they ever actually find the guy? The no, they phones? never. No, they never. Well, same did. with Jack the Ripper. They never found him. No, they didn't. Yeah. But yeah, the Italian police will just like, if they have any kind of case, I get the impression that there aren't a lot of murders in Italy. Although I have no idea. I mean, I think there's like mafia murders. Right. But even yeah. those are covered over. Yeah. The, the, one, the one thing about the Amanda Knox thing. That uh, I found out was the similarities between you guys know who uh, Greg Garagos is. He's Garagos, like, the the lawyer, the lawyer, yeah. That he defended Michael Jackson and yeah. uh, uh, recently Chris Brown, Nicholas. Mm. And so uh, one of the things is that uh, the similarity of these like uh, railroading people uh, through they call it you know, the touch DNA. So they have different kinds of DNA. You have touch DNA, which is like everyday dust, like yeah. small amounts of DNA, uh, or I'm sorry, large amounts of DNA. But then they were able to get really tiny uh, samples, like almost like you know a, a, a single cell, and identify whose cell that is. And they call that touch DNA. So they found touch DNA, and they on the on the, the side of a blade, and that's how they basically uh, uh, decided that that was proof that Amanda. Uh, contributed to the murder. Is it touch DNA on a knife that was in the kitchen or something? And so Greg Garagos, the only reason I brought him up is because he wrote this whole book on like like innocence projects and stuff. He's defending got people uh, who are constantly getting convicted because we're so dependent. Americans love uh, DNA evidence because like shows like CS, well, CSI. How much DNA did they find on the turd in the toilet? I, I mean, I have a refrigerator. <laughs> I have a whole refrigerator full of DNA evidence. I, I love it. Yeah. I can't get well, enough of it. You know, they're saying here that uh, the prosecutor... Here, uh, recounted asking Knox why she she pointed the finger at Lumumba, who is uh, one of the dudes that was being questioned by police. Mm. And, she, and in the response you can hear in the film, she tells uh, the prosecutor that she had been kept at the station for long hours in the company of police who demanded she tell the truth. And she was exhausted and hysterical. Mm. And like they, ba they basically kind of forced a confession out of her. Right. But there's a complete lack of DNA evidence. Yeah. And I think that's what eventually exonerated them. Yes, is there yeah. was no well, DNA evidence. Yeah, yeah they, they they like apparently like they slapped her around and they. Uh, yeah, they, they knocked her on the back of the head. Yeah, and they they uh, ho hollered out lewd things from their vespas at her. You know, <laughs> no was, food, no yeah. sleep, no yeah. bathroom breaks. Right. So the local government kept convicting her, and then their their uh, Supreme Court was the ones that were was uh, quitting her. Oh, the the Italian Supreme Court. Yeah, through so a repeal, right. basically. So or see, because I know, like, when you get arrested, you're supposed to say nothing. But I have such so a low tolerance to pain or torture or any kind of a thing. After ten hours of being questioned, I just like, give me the give me the give me the give me a paper, give me a pen, I'll, whatever. I want to get out of here. Harrison, you know, it's just been like it. five minutes since Harrison yeah. had a cigarette. He's just like, come on, all right, I confess. Yeah. <laughs> just give me a smoke. But that's like the the common story, like in making of a murder in the Central Park Five. Like, yeah. it's always these like the these drive uh, confessions out of people, false confessions, because they're just sitting yeah. there for hours and hours. And then and the and the media eats it up. So like that Daily Mail journalist Pisa described the way journalists at the time would just scour the internet for any information they could find on Knox or her boyfriend Solicito. Um, they found a Knox's MySpace nickname, Foxy Noxy, which mm. pretty much was just like just the internet was just like it was like all over the internet. Sure. I mean, Foxy Noxy. As soon as you heard it, I mean that totally works. Couldn't you? Can't you picture? 
like the uh, the front page of all those tabloids in the UK mm-hmm. with that. Um, it's a good name though too. But they they said but even, they found even a, Tom unfriended her. I heard murder, <laughs> they know. found a photo yeah. of good Knox jokingly posing with a machine gun. And one of her boyfriend yeah. dressed up like a mummy holding a meat cleaver. Yeah. Obviously, well, you, it was that, like a, it was like a, what was she like doing, a Halloween? No, no, the machine gun, contest? it wasn't even like a really machine, it was like a World War One machine gun in a museum, and she was standing behind it holding it, and then like making yeah. a face. So, Were they, so well, the I feel, I, I mean, that just really sort of, uh, you know, devalues mummy on mummy crime, which is a serious <laughs> problem. That's what I think. Uh, but in the newspaper, though, they had them side by side. It was just like a couple of young kids who found murder to be funny yeah. and hilarious. Not like this show. We, we take it seriously. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> well, how did they find her diary, though? That's what was interesting is Knox had a diary and it was just leaked all over. She wrote it in prison, dude. Yeah. But who you took know? it? Who found the guards. guard? I don't know. You know. So that guy that said, "How the president? Did he sell it to the press." What was the reporter's name that was talking earlier? A pizza. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. A, yeah. He 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 wouldn't reveal his source, but in the documentary, he basically said one of the guards gave it to him. He, I think mm-hmm. he was one who leaked it. So, so he was bribing the yeah. guards, probably yeah. getting uh getting yes. information. See, if I were a prison guard, I'd just be looking for any opportunities to make some extra dough. Hell make yeah! Some I extra mean, why bread, not? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, this is interesting. Uh. But the prosecutor described in the in the doc that he enjoyed his profit like status. Right. That after uh, after this uh, case became such a huge sensation, um, he was a prophet. Like people were coming up to him, shaking his hand, uh, giving him congratulations, saying like he was their savior yeah. <laughs> in this city. <laughs> but the other day, I mean, this this girl. You know, her life was just turned upside down. Destroyed. I mean. Yeah, destroyed. But then, And it's really weird because it's like she's like 30, but she looks like she's like 50 now. <laughs> you know what does I mean? Does she still look hot? Well, she looks people... like a good... Well, she does. She looks like a, like a young 50 from being in an Italian prison for fucking five years yeah. or whatever it was. And she can't... The funny thing is like the guy, her boyfriend at the time, he's suing the country. But she, she's not going to see. She probably will never set foot in Italy again. Yeah, I was about you to say, I mean? like, uh, yeah. you know, if it's just like, hey, free trip to Rome. Yeah. Uh, doing because did she write a book about it? I'm sure. It's like probably the one country she skips. But did were they trying to extradite her? That, yeah. I mean, well, I the think, pub, yeah, the public still thinks she. The Italian public still thinks she's guilty. Right, they hate her so. But they've already convicted a guy. Mm. So what they think he was also involved. They believe the love triangle story. That's the story the public's going with. God, that's, what about the Kirshner's family? Did, you, did they mention that in the documentary? Because did, didn't the family of the victim uh, blame Knox as well? Uh, yeah, I guess so. They 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 also felt that uh that they believed the mm-hmm. the love triangle story as well because they were yeah. they were upset when she was acquitted. And they, you know, they also believe that the Pope talks directly to God. <laughs> I hear. So, I don't know. Well, it makes you wonder, like, okay, well, maybe this is a statement on the, uh, the, the, the fallibility of the Italian penal system. Like, maybe you should, like, you know, look at that and try to, you know, try to make it a little bit better. Like, fix... Uh, they actually have a... Don't system. fuck around in other countries, guys. Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I, like, yeah. I wouldn't even smoke weed in Italy. I'd yeah. be nervous about that. Do you guys remember that uh, kid? I forgot what country it was. Like, some South uh, uh, Asian, South Pacific Asian country... Uh, but he he got caught tagging. Oh, the cane thing. Uh, he Singapore. Was the, yeah. Singapore. Singapore. Yeah. yeah. They caned him. Yeah. They can't, yeah I remember yeah. how huge that was. Gave him the boot. Americans were so for it. 
I remember about that. the caning. They wanted him to get caned. Yeah, I kind of think they should in that situation. Mm. But uh, but what about the guy, uh, the president of the Philippines? Drug users. He's just going to murder all drug users. He likened right. himself to Hitler. Well, that's what killing I, Jews. I mean, when you go to Singapore, same thing with Singapore. When you go to Singapore, right in the airport, as you're going up the escalator, it says uh, "Death to drug traffickers." Just so you know what's up. Yeah, I mean, there, I, I wouldn't know? even if you I can't say in, they didn't warn you. You know, yeah. When I go to foreign countries, I mean, the UK is one thing, but it's like when you go to like real foreign countries, like a Japan or something. I'm not going to fuck around doing. I'm not going to do drugs there. I'm not going to like smoke weed. Or yeah, anything. I didn't. I'd be too nervous. Yeah, I didn't. I had like an opportunity, and it's weird in Japan because all the drugs are from North Korea. Really? So it's it's so meth. It's odd too. That's yeah. their industry. It's they like just a, ma- they just make meth. They make meth. They make you know they do coke everything. They they export it from there. Yeah. Wow. They process it there. That's how they make money. I wonder how North Korean Coke is. Because they they're sanctioned for like legit in the legitimate market, so they are like, oh, this black market here. Here we go. So I question uh, Amanda Knox's motivation with this documentary. Like, what is she still trying to clear her name? Is she trying to vindicate herself? Like, why so many years, almost ten years after the murders, she's still bringing this up? That's a good question. I, well, I just, I mean, the I timing. Mean, look. It, fame is useless if you have nothing to sell, you know. I guess that's true. So it's, I, if she if she has to deal with fucking you know gawking retards every time she goes to the goddamn grocery store, she should be able to make some money off this. Would you bullshit. recognize her though? If you saw her, would you recognize her? No, but I'm oblivious. I don't I don't notice things. I would now just because of the documentary. Yeah, but, I probably but, would. But like, yesterday, no, there's to be no way. All right, would you date her? Like, if you met this girl, you're in Seattle, you're living there, she moved back home after all this happened 10 years ago, you met her at a coffee shop, would you date her? No. You wouldn't date her with oh, this past? Oh, oh you, with, with her past. Yeah. If, I, if I found out her past. I mean, it's like everybody's got skeletons in the closet, you know? Yep. I mean, everybody's got a little dirty laundry. But would this be, like, too much? It's too much. It depends mm. on the initial, like, uh, I guess you say, uh, attraction. You know what's fun? When you make your skeletons wear your dirty laundry. <laughs> That you know, is a good just point. If you have some yeah. time, you know. Maybe that's what you should Give do. Give it a shot. Maybe that's what she's doing with this documentary. Right. Wear the dirty laundry. That's what she said. <laughs> anyway, people, this is episode 552 here is Sick and Wrong. Uh, we have Sick and Wrong news coming up next. We have phone calls after that. But first, here's a word from adamandeve.com. Just a warning. They are out of clip bumpers. There's no, no! more clip bumpers. So you're not going to get a clip bumper, people. You're going to get a vibrating O cock ring, okay? There's a difference. There's vibrating O cock rings and there's clip bumpers. They both kind of accomplish the same thing. O cock ring. (laughs) But yeah, so don't don't go to Adam and Eve thinking, I'm going to get a clip bumper out of this because you're not. You're going to get a vibrating O cock ring, okay? So even though Harrison says clip bumper in this, he means vibrating O cock ring. Yeah, that's right. right. Guys. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. When you select your one free item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs, plus a free exclusive gift. And to top it all off, they'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And what's that free exclusive gift? It's the Clip Bumper, the ideal pleasure ring for couples. He'll love the way this love ring lets him stay harder, longer. It increases the strength of orgasm, and she'll love the way the pleasure nubs thrill her sweet spots. The unique bumper stimulates her clitoris, and it's soft and stretchy for a comfortable fit. The Clip Bumper's made of premium silicone, it's waterproof, and it's compatible with all water-based lubes. 
Use code DIDDLE at checkout. That's D-I-D-D-L-E at adamandeve.com. Got a few stories here sending to uh, Sick and Wrong. Um, this first one, though, I found kind of interesting. I didn't even know this guy was the mayor of Sacramento. Do you remember... Harrison probably has no idea because nope. he doesn't follow the sporting events. But uh, Rusty is a big sports fan. Do you remember Kevin Johnson? Yeah, KJ. KJ. Used to play for the Phoenix Suns, yes. right? That was what? Early 90s? We are in high school? You could call me K. Or you could call me Jay. But you don't have to call me K. Oh, no. That's Ray J. Never mind. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking of the that, That's guy. the guy that did the sex tape. With the, Yes. Yeah. Yep. No, I don't and know he was Kevin on the Mike Johnson. Douglas show. He used to be on the Mike Douglas show. No, KJ's done the sex tape. <laughs> But uh, anyway, Kevin Johnson played for the Phoenix Suns. He was a huge NBA star. That was the early 90s. Now he's the mayor of Sacramento. Yeah. For I didn't a while. even know that. Has he been a mayor for how long? A couple uh, terms? Yeah. I've, I've, probably since uh, at least 2010, I bet. I find it funny that a lot of – so, like, you're an athlete. What is the timeline of being an athlete? Like, you're, you're done by, what, 32 Well, it depends how good you are. Yeah. But, yeah, mid-30s. Mid-30s. Yeah. I'm, I'm just talking on average. Most athletes, unless you're one of these are, fucking freaks like Roger Clemens, yeah, that who is literally forever. playing for like fucking forty years or something, yeah, he's immortal. Base, I think baseball, he's still playing, but baseball is different. Okay, okay. Yeah. I'm talking about like NBA and, right. and the NFL. Like you can't be playing. Right. Like Brett Favre was way too old to be playing football. Did yeah. he he made the playoffs that year. I remember he did. When yeah. he, was he at Minnesota back then? I'm not sure, but anyway. We well, was Green Bay, but then he played for Minnesota for a bit. And oh, it's just like, you're kind of like, come on, dude, just retire. Mm. You're like 48. Um, but I think there just comes a point like where your body just can't take it anymore. So then what do you do? And so a lot of these guys either become announcers, which mm. makes sense. Right. Uh, some of them are just like, I'm just going to start selling, get a car dealership, and I'm yeah. just going to sell cars. You know, a lot of them do that, too, or just buy property. But right. I just find it funny that Kevin Johnson's like, I'm going into politics. And so he becomes the mayor of Sacramento. Well, you got name recognition. Yeah. There so, you go. I mean, that that's makes all sense. You, you know? That's his hometown. But what the fuck does that guy know about running a city? Well, who, who knows anything about running a city? Donald Trump. <laughs> Besides Donald knows Trump. Knows about and, running and a country. And also, yeah. People. <laughs> KJ just wants to make Sacramento great uh, people, again. People who go to grad school for urban development, uh, they, you know. I guess that makes oh, sense. For city managers. You know, so, they know about it. Sacramento mayor, former NBA yeah. star Kevin Johnson was hit in the face with a pie this past week at a farm-to-table dinner event. Nah, 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 then, nah. multiple sources say, he tackled and assaulted the protester in a bloody brawl. Nice. <clears throat> well, you gotta admit, I mean, he's an NBA player. This dude is probably yeah. still more physically fit than all three of us combined times four. Right. You know? I mean, and if you can fuck with people in some weird way... Like throw a pie at somebody, you gotta expect somebody might beat you to death. I mean, I just assume that every day walking down the street, somebody might beat me to death for no reason. I think a lot. Of, I think you know what the difference would have been. This guy who's this protester, he kind of looks like an Occupy Wall Street type of dude, kind of a hippie looking guy. Should have got a woman to throw the pie, right? Because I don't think Kevin Johnson would have. Maybe that would have been that would have been spectacular. But I don't yeah, think I mean, it basketball happen. players never hit women, right? Yeah. Isn't that? Well, he, so, he, he's, he's one of the godfathers of the uh, NBA domestic violence like 
he was at the start of it when all those guys were getting accused of uh was he was he ever accused of it he was not officially accused but there was definitely he was supporting being guys who were being accused and then there were rumors that he was also uh Hmm. somebody who abused his wife so what happened oh i have to go to my uh godson's uh wedding this weekend oh who's your godson domestic violence (laughs) so during the meal a protester approached the mayor and tagged him in the face with a store-bought coconut cream pie. Classic. Stunned, the mayor jumped over the table, tackled the protester, mm. and punched him repeatedly in the face more than uh, more than half a dozen times, landing at mm. least five to ten blows. Uh, one witness described it as a bloody pulp. Other witnesses say that the pie thrower was hit multiple times in the face and will definitely need stitches, and that there was a little bit of blood. Was he protesting the decline of vaudeville as an as an <laughs> entertainment form? Like, what the fuck was he protesting? I think it was just a just a rabble rouser. I think okay. it doesn't even say. Just uh, well, he, he, he they said there's a like he didn't even say what he was doing. He just mm-hmm. walked up through the pie and then got his ass. But picked. he has a history of antagonizing Kevin Johnson. So oh. I think this guy mm-hmm. is just a local, you know, Occupy Wall Street protester and just has it out for this mayor. <laughs> um, <laughs> The assailant was 32-year-old Sean Thompson, who was arrested on charge of felony assault of a public mm. official and misdemeanor battery on school property. Yeah, this did occur at an elementary school. Mm. Uh, Thompson was ch- taken to the hospital for treatment after the incident, and then he was booked later that night. Uh, from county jail, jail uh, Thompson told a reporter that Johnson punched him in the face at least two times and that he did not think it was an appropriate response to a pie in the face. What do you think about that? What's an appropriate response to a pie in the face? Knock, knock, knock. Two fingers to the eyeballs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm just saying, if you're, like, you know, if it was, if you're a mayor, like, what do you, if you're an older mayor, I imagine, if you're, you know, a female mayor, you probably wouldn't get up and beat the shit out of somebody. No. Right. But, I mean, if, if you're Kevin Johnson, you're a fucking athlete. Like, what does this guy expect? I think it's, I think it's a completely appropriate response. It was assault, and... I, I mean, you can't justify it as defense, def, uh, self-defense, but he definitely had the mm-hmm. right to, to, to at least get the guy. So Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I mean, if it's a cartoon character or Harpo Marx, then they get a pass for the pie. But anybody else, yeah, you, exactly. a punch in the face is perfectly reasonable response. I mean, if it was a clown, I can understand yeah. that. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, this guy was just a, pro, uh, just a hippie with a coconut cream pie. <laughs> um, and he was supporting a, a, a kind of a hippie event. Farm to table, yeah, right? Farm to yeah. table. I'm yeah. surprised that yeah. he would choose that incident, yeah. you know, that event to uh, to attack. It the wasn't president. like let's take money from inner city. Or but something. do you ever do you ever see those videos like in other countries, like Poland will have like a, a, con- a congressional assembly or something, and someone will come up and like give the president like a flowers or try to put a pie in their face, and just everybody beats the fuck out of them. <laughs> it's normal in Russia. You can do that. Yeah, it's fine. Can. Like that's not and no one would bat an eye. Everyone be like, yeah, good job, president. Didn't Lucy and Ethel go to work at a coconut cream? Pipe factory. You're thinking Laverne and Shirley. Oh shit! Okay. Or were they working at a bottling plant? They worked at a beer bottling plant. A beer bottling right. plant. Okay, but I feel maybe... like they were. They went. And they started a business or something, making coconut cream pies. Very possible. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Hmm. They done chocolate candies. Vegemita sure. vitamin. I remember that. I one. mean, all all of all of today's um, activism and protests. It's all just ripping off bits from Lucille Ball, Lucille basically. Ball. So. <laughs> um. The attack on the mayor is described as a shocking assault and that uh, Thompson, the protester here, did not announce himself before hitting Johnson in the face with a pie. Oh, so he didn't announce himself? He didn't say, you know, this is for, you know, whatever. Mm. He just walked up to him. He didn't actually announce why he was hitting him in the face with a pie. He just kind of was like, boom, pie. 
and then try to run. So you okay. See, you've seen those videos where like uh, the guy jumps out of a trash can in a gorilla suit, and then he scares the shit out of somebody, and the guy punches him in the face? No. It's kind of, yeah, it was along I'm the lines of this. I'm thinking that yeah. basically pie in the face, he was like, what the fuck? And then he just pummeled the guy. And there so are like, like one of those people there. So he's got to announce himself. If he announced himself, it'd be well, fine. Don't you think it would be like. Because then you can duck from the pie. Yeah, but I mean, what would you just be like, you know, this is for the children in the orphanage or something. Right. You know, yeah. it's like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, you have, Now the mayor's just like shocked because he's mm. been hitting the pie in the face of the pie. I don't think he had any idea why am I hitting the face of the pie. Mm. Like if it was against like some specific bill that he passed. What if somebody like announced him like at an old fancy party? Oh, yeah. Like, ladies and gentlemen. The Duke of Gloucester, Lord Arnold Chesterborough. And then he comes. You <laughs> he know, will be yeah. throwing the coconut yeah, yeah, pie yeah. <laughs> in honor of freedom. What do you think Obama would do if he was hitting the face of the pie? I don't know. I don't, I don't th- think it would ever happen. Think... Secure, like, Secret Service would stop seems like it. He's got, I mean, he seems like he's got a cool head. He'd probably or dodge he, it. he used to have a cool head. Yeah, he probably would. Die. I mean, George Bush, yeah, he'd throw a shoe at that guy. He's like fucking. He ducked it, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. I bet you great. Obama would he be like, yeah. you know, that's cool. He'd wipe it off, and then mm-hmm. he'd get a drone, just blow up <laughs> yeah, that guy's yeah. house and that guy's entire family. I think he would do something like that. Donald Trump, on the mm-hmm. other hand, I don't know. I think he would eat the pie and then, like, get his goons just to rough him up. He would he'd get, yeah, he'd get the entire. You know, auditorium full of maniacs to yeah. you know, just stomp on, and it. then Trump would be like, "It was a very, 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 very good mm. pie." Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. it happened to be my favorite pie. And then you, he would announce the sex tape he found at him three in the morning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> someone fucked the pie. <laughs> Check out the sex tape of the guy fucking the pie. Um, after the pie attack, Kevin Johnson was given a change of clothes. He addressed the audience at a podium. He apologized, mm. and he received a, a standing ovation. People, t- I guess, were uh, rather Jesus. entertained. Okay. He also happened to bring UFC fighter Uriah Faber, who was in, in attendance there, up to the podium, and they both joked about the assault. So that mm. guy, I mean, what balls that protester has. Not only to throw a pie mm. in the face of a, a former athlete, there's a fucking UFC fighter he's friends with right there. Okay. I mean, that guy was just asking for a beatdown. Sure. Terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Um, they say that the uh, the mayor acted in self defense, and uh, like most people would do when they're attacked with an unknown object. Right. I yeah. don't think he was out of line personally. No. Yeah. I'm on a side. Same with me. Go KJ. What do you have here for the uh, second story? All right. So this one, this is my favorite in a long time, uh, and I think I I think I'm gonna option this. I want to like option this story for like a dollar or something. <laughs> Uh, cop spends two months working undercover at Burger King. Nets five grams of weed. <laughs> two months. Two-month operation there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Many are questioning if the operation was worth the effort. Operation Whopper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, operation saving up for a Trans Am. So uh, after spending nearly two months masquerading as a fast food employee... A Thermont police officer was able to confiscate a mere five grams of marijuana and two, count them, two morphine pills. Oh. Yeah. Wait, how two long was this? Morphine. What's that? How long was his undercover stunt? Two months. Two months. Two months. And, what, and you assume a he. Oh. It's a she. Wow. It's a she. Yeah, yeah. Female yeah. undercover. The operation, which began in August, stemmed from complaints that Burger King employees were selling drugs out of the restaurant. Who complains that, you know? <laughs> Why would you complain about that? <laughs> hey, you know, I went to Burger King. If, uh, but they're selling drugs out of the restaurant. It's great. You should go. It's got to be you an know? old person. Yeah, I would think yeah. that'd be an ideal scenario. Like, you can go there, you get a Whopper, you get some fries, and I'll get some morphine. Mm. 
I would be stoked. <laughs> In an effort to address those gripes, the Thurmont Police Department turned to Officer Nicole Fair, a recent hire who they felt wouldn't be recognized in the tight-knit community. 21 Jump Street. Yeah, seriously. Do you ever like that show? The show? Yeah. 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 I didn't like the movies. Was, movies are totally, movies are totally different. Yeah, but yeah. people love the movies. No. I just, I just didn't like, I didn't buy the movie. But I refuse the show, to believe people love the movie. I used to love the show, mm. but the show scared the shit out of me when I was in high school. Yeah. Made me question all my friends. <laughs> you know? Because uh, they could be, like, did you have any friends that look like they could be like a 32-year-old dude? Yes. Just yeah, hanging out in high course. school? Because <laughs> there's always like the, the guy who's like, wait a minute, I can grow a fucking full beard in like <laughs> yeah, fucking a month. like fucking, you know, so they do he, it. He's trying to pass himself off yeah. as a 17-year-old. There were always, a, those are the kids that could buy for you, though. Yeah, yeah, totally. How old was Johnny yeah. Depp on that show? Like 28? God. 26? Uh, I don't know. No. Younger. He was at early 20s. He was like, probably. yeah, early 20s. Like 24. But he's trying mm. to pass himself off as a 16-year-old. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. In this case, we had a new officer who wasn't well-known in Thurman at the time. Thurmont Police Chief uh, Greg Eiler said, explaining the scheme. So we thought that we would put her in there in a covert operation. Hmm. So these are, these are these great, great minds at work here. At this, like, really. uh, this drug... Hub of yeah. drug activity, but I'm still just a, like a, a, a strategical fucking tactical masterpiece of uh, investigative work. Really, <laughs> well, I'm still caught up on the complaints. Like, how how does a complaint like are they so obvious and so oblivious or so obviously dealing drugs there that people are starting complaining? Like, there's drug deals going on at Burger King. I don't know. I mean, but she got hired. You know, she got hired. That, I guess it's not that hard to get hired at Burger King, right? Yeah, I worked. Yeah. I worked at Burger King. Okay, I worked at Burger King for like three months. Yeah, yeah. Got so she, she got hired, but it's like, why does it take two fucking months to buy weed off somebody <laughs> who works at Burger King? Five grams. You know what I mean? This, I could do that in a day, man. I could get that shit in a day. This complex sting operation. Get you to see yeah. her like sitting there working the grill, mm. like making whoppers, and being like, "So, uh, you know where I can get any of that grass?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And it's like, and you got to be like, they pulled her out of, you know, she had a handler who pulled her out of cover. And it's like, damn it, the DA's about to shut this whole project up. But I'm so close. I'm so close to getting it. I'm so, it's been five weeks. What are you doing there? It's like, well, there's, you know, we're doing a whole new thing with the, you know, the, it's, it's, like a, it's like a new rib sandwich. And, you know, I'm really getting into it. And we're going camping this weekend. And, and then we're going to see... Uh, She's I don't like even making new friends. Yeah. I don't even know what young people but, see but anymore. But do you think she's Music. got a body? Like, do you think she has like a lariat mic, like a hidden mic? And then outside, mm. there's an Orkin van, the <laughs> fake Orkin van. They're just like you know sitting there surveilling mm. the uh, the Burger King. Uh, I don't know, man. That's risky wearing but, a wire. I just Somebody wonder how much <laughs> hot fry oil all over you. you like, know? how much money did they put into this? Like oh, two man. months, you got an officer. Yeah. They probably had someone. Like, mm. I bet you she was probably was wearing a mic. God damn. I just pictured, like, mm. you know, this, like, how old is she? Two months! How old is she? Uh, I imagine she's young. It doesn't say that. Oh, okay, I was yeah. thinking, like, maybe, like, you know, 30-something mm. woman. She's trying to be cool, but yet she doesn't even know mm. what they call weed these days. Right, yeah. You know? <laughs> Got any hey, are you, uh, you fellows mainlining that marijuana? <laughs> Because I'd be interested in doing that. I'd love it's some like, of those marijuana pills. Yeah, we got this uh, this new, this this rookie, you know, she's really, really, really good but she can't really talk to anyone. She's just not good at talking to people. So, but but she's just she's got this brilliance <laughs> undercover, you know. And then she's like, she, I'm sure she keeps like a diary where she's like, 
you know, be careful who you pretend to be, because in the end, you are who you pretend to be. <laughs> She's so deep undercover. Yeah, yeah. Like, now it's like, yeah, yeah she has to make whoppers. Yeah. She has to go, you know, it's like, it's part of her being now. It's like her identity. Yeah, man. I wonder if the other guys are like, why does this cop mm. keep asking me for grass? <laughs> At first, I thought I was wearing the crown, but after six weeks, I realized that the crown was wearing me. So anyway, so what what happened here? What was the culmination? Well, um, the end. Yeah, the investigation ended last week with the arrest of twenty-three-year-old Tommy Lee Miller. Is he the kingpin? And just by saying twenty-three-year-old Tommy Lee Miller, you can totally picture that guy in your head. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> okay. Who was charged with possession and distribution of marijuana? And twenty-eight-year-old Jonathan Brooke Moser. Because this is like in Maryland, so this is like. Maryland is this weird kind of state where half it's like starting to become the South. So people have three names mm. kind of thing. Yeah, it's, you know? almost, it's just yeah. north of Virginia. Yeah. Yeah. So. So five grams uh, of weed. What yeah. is that? And street Jonathan value? Brooke Moser was charged with selling marijuana and morphine. Five grams, about $50. About $50 worth yeah, yeah. of weed. Yeah. yeah. It's so. like, what, like 10 bucks a gram. And you know, it's not good weed. Mm. No. And like that guy probably Please. stole two pills of morphine from his aunt. Right. You know? <laughs> Aunt Cheryl. Yeah. Took Aunt a couple Cheryl. pills of morphine, some Virginia Slims, went to Burger King. And it, yeah. And it's not like the, yeah. I mean, it's probably just like, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I get some weed. I guess I'll say some, you know. <laughs> what, was the, what was the scene like when, uh, when he was arrested? What's her name again? The undercover cop? Nicole Fair. Do you, Cagney. Think, do you think Tommy yeah. looked at her and said, you broke my heart? Nikki. <laughs> you, Why, you know, Nikki? You know what, uh, Harrison? I, I can kind of envision yeah. your uh, your movie or TV show, maybe a series, yeah. much like The Wire. Right. Like, I don't know if you ever watched The Wire, David Simon's Wire, but I could see this exact scenario. You could probably break it into at least three seasons of this girl busting the fry cook over at the Burger King. And this is actually a great way to make really shitty jobs more palatable. Yeah. If you just pretend, like, make people can think they're undercover cops or <laughs> pretend they are. So, yeah, I've been working at this uh, data entry job for about nine months. Kind of sucks, but I'm secretly an undercover cop. Stay tuned next week. She's yeah. undercover at the Little yeah. Caesars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dealing cocaine with a crazy yeah. bread. Woo! Scary. Yeah. Five grams of weed. Yeah. I imagine uh, people are questioning whether or not this is worthwhile. Now, that's some crazy bread. Yeah. Well, Good work, she, Officer Fair. At least she got these perps off the street. Yeah. yeah. Well, actually, you know. Oh, she didn't. Well, no, she didn't. Okay. Um, but I'm sure they'll get, they'll get a, a serious admonishment from the judge. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, despite criticism from the outside, some community members said they appreciated the effort. I'm glad they caught them because drugs are ruining a lot of people's lives. Herman Swope. A Burger King patron told WUSA. <laughs> I'm glad they caught them, even if they had to go undercover. <laughs> These kids running around today ruining people's lives with the drugs. Uh, uh, yeah, well. A Burger King patron. That's, that's what you, okay. All right. that's you know what you that guy's like 80. Yeah, yeah. And that's pretty much what he does during the day and then goes home to watch mm. Matlock. I mean, Jesus Christ, people. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, uh, third story we got here came in from Jessington Bear. Ah, yes. He says, hello, Dean Harrison. Mm -hmm. Loving your work, guys. Thought you might find some interest in this story. As a matter of fact, Jessington, we do. That's why we're doing it here on the show. 
Woman arrested for seeking revenge on her ex, sending nude pic to his teen son. A she, nude pic of her. A nude, well, nude pic of her and her husband having sex. Okay. So huh. uh, some porn to the teen. Hmm. Weird situation. That's bizarre. It's happened in uh, Des Moines, Iowa. Police arrested Charlotte Elaine Claceres, a 46-year-old real estate agent. Not bad looking for 46. Okay. Kind of looks like a divorcee, you know, brown hair, but not bad looking. What's her name? Uh, Charlotte Elaine Clisaris. Um <laughs> I feel like an asshole, I got to say. Why, just looking just her up? Just with the whole Trump, you know, objectifying... <laughs> I don't know. I just, I want to, see, I do it. I, I, I look up. Harrison's like, is she hot? Because uh, if she's not, then fuck it. I'm not going to pay any attention to her. I'm not going to try to find the It video. doesn't really affect my feelings on the story. I just, I like to know. I'm curious. I don't know. You know? Well, I would want to know because she was sending yeah. naked pictures of herself. Okay. To, uh, to her ex-boyfriend's son. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, she's cute. Okay. Allegedly yeah. sending ex- explicit mm. photos to her ex-boyfriend's 17-year-old son. She's got the diaper astronaut eyes, though. That's for damn sure. So the, the first photo was a nude pic of her, and the other was a close-up of her engaging in sexual intercourse with the teen's father. Hmm. And she did admit to police that she sent the photos to the teen and was charged with dissemination and exhibition of obscene material to minors. That's the problem. The kid was 17. So she put a lot of thought into this prank, Yeah, it seems like. Well, it wasn't exactly a prank. It was hmm. a preemptive strike. More like it. Okay. Uh, her attorney released a voicemail recording of her client's ex threatening to get even with Clisaris. Uh, In the short expletive-filled clip, the man saying, "You fucking called the cops. Cost me two grand to get to get to get home to get out of jail tonight for public intoxication. Thank you. I promise I'm going to get your ass back." Okay. So he threatened to uh, send her family and friends. A, a, a sex tape, mm. some naked pictures. So she thought, you know, that the fact that since he was harassing her and threatening her, she'd get the jump on her ex by sending out the revenge porn photos first. Mm. A preemptive strike. But just right. just to the son, though. Well, I mean, just she probably had the son's text or phone number in her phone. Yeah. So he was just an easy target. So she was like, you know, obviously flustered. They got in this huge fight. He's threatening to sound naked pics of her. So she's like, I'll get you first. So she sends out these photos to the son. Um, the uh, attorney's like, obviously, she didn't think through it. it yeah, the, I mean, the felony sex offense is just a bonus. It's great. <laughs> According to authorities, the teen was quite distressed over receiving the photos. Of especially given that one of them was featuring his dad. So how would you feel about that? Like Harrison, he has a father. He's a... I don't want to be rude, but a bit mm. of a philanderer, or at least has a past. And has being a, a past, yes. No, a, a past of being a philanderer. So if you received from one of his uh, spurned exes, you know, some photos of your dad just like full on, just railing uh, his girlfriend from behind, maybe beneath the ball shot so his balls are underneath, but well, you can su- still see like a little bit of her vagina. I'm the wrong guy to ask, man, because my bio dad I didn't meet until my in my 20s. So I have a different perspective on him. And you jerked my... off the pics of your grandma. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I if am it were my dad person. who raised me, then I would be very disturbed. My would father you? who raised me, you know, very, very disturbed. If it was fuck, it was my British bio dad. Pff, I don't give a fuck. Whatever. Well, that's because you didn't see him until you were in a, you didn't know yeah, him yeah. until you were an adult. Yeah, exactly. What about you, Rusty? If you saw pics of mm. your father boning his girl, if your parents are divorced, you saw pics of your father boning his girlfriend. Would yeah. you be disturbed? 
Um, I think I'm going to have to be sexist on this one. For some reason, I wouldn't be. I don't think I would be. Would you want to be like, high five, Dad? I didn't know your dick mm. was that big, dude. Well, something. It wouldn't bother. would think... interlock fingers with his dad. But, Let's but go if, find a hooker. But if you reverse it, <laughs> yeah. and then somebody sent me a picture of my mom with some other dude, for some reason, that would infuriate me, and probably I'd feel very uncomfortable. But mm. for some reason, the other way around, I don't know why, I, my, my dad would not bother me. God, I would be freaked out in both cases. Yeah. I couldn't even imagine. Well, I mean, you know, what is that that Freud thing, the the primal moment? The primal moment is the thing where you, you see your parents naked or having sex oh, for, yeah, when yeah, you're yeah, a little yeah, kid. Oh, yeah. And then that is usually where your fetishes come from, at least according to Freud. God. Somewhere, you know, like some like your parents are fucking and there's like a pair of boots there, so then you're at the boots. <laughs> I don't even want to you know? know his primal yeah. moment. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I was there was I was in it foster care. Poppers, yeah, I was in po- foster care for a while. So, <laughs> God only knows. And there's only one picture of me, photograph of me in foster care, and I'm playing in a garbage can. So I don't know what's going on. I remember when I uh, when I first moved mm-hmm. to this country. Um, when I first came to this when country. When I first bought the country. Um, but yeah, I came mm-hmm. here. I was like in eighth grade, and I didn't have any friends. Mm-hmm. But kids like in the uh, community because my father's a rabbi were forced to hang out with me by their parents like you gotta yeah. go hang out with a rabbi's kid so there's one kid particular i'm not gonna name any names was like uh he his parents obviously forced him to call me and was mm. like hey you can sit next to me while we have lunch tomorrow mm. and so i like ended up hanging out he was my only friend yeah he was a fucking weirdo and then his parents were weird his dad was really effeminate mm. his mom was like a really big lady but i remember like he was my only friend so i was like my parents would be like yeah, why don't you go over to whatever i'm not gonna name his name go over to his house and hang out with him so i remember i was at his house it was after school we were hanging out and he's like you want to see something cool and i was like all right so he went into his parents room he opened up uh, his mm. dad's nightstand and there were a bunch like a stack of like hustlers and uh, penthouses and i was like oh wow that's cool he's like no no not that and he looks back he's like check this out and there's like a bunch of like weird condoms like not normal condoms like french tickler type of condoms mm. i'm like that's so cool, but it's a little weird, but that's cool. And then he's like, no, but check this out. And he pulls out a photo book. And we go back to his room. And we're sitting there, and he opens the photo book. And it's a bunch of Polaroids of oh, his yeah. dad's cock in his mom's mouth, you know, and like jacking off in his mom's face. And I'm like, dude, this is weird. This, I, was, I was like, what, like 13? I was like, this is weird. And so I'm like, uh, I'm cool with that. And he's like, no, look through it. And I was like, uh, what do you mean? He goes, I'm going to go tell my dad. <clears throat> And I'm like, uh, so I had to look through the whole book. Of look his- through it. <laughs> Keep a journal. Write down your thoughts as you do it, motherfucker. I had to look through the entire yeah. book of his Polaroids of this kid's dad fucking his mom. I know I've done almost 50 shows of this because this is, a, I think it's the first time I've heard you retell a story. In my, have I told in that my story before? Here. It I might have not been on the show. Times. It might have been outside of the show. I don't remember. Maybe. I've probably done this a million times, but then again, I smoke weed, so I forget. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, no, I remember doing that, and what was weird is I was really weirded out by it, but Mm. this kid, like, I think it like jacked off to it. Like, he was excited. Sure. This was like, I think he was excited by torturing me, but I think it was also, I think, how would you know well, that was there? In those days, you got to you had to take what you get. Well, no, no, know? no. He yeah, said he bypassed all the hustlers and all that, went straight to the parents. Oh, okay, that is kind of weird. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, I'm just saying. I bet you this kid mm. and like, well, maybe he's too young. At 13, did you masturbate at 13? Excessively. Okay, so maybe he's probably just. I did, but I'm weird. You know, I mean, yeah. I bet you this kid got off to pictures of his uh, mom and dad going at it. Mm. Fucking weird. That seems like. 
I don't know why, but that's, I mean, I've never done that, but it seems healthy to me for some reason. Really? I don't, yeah. I think that explains they a just lot have about an open, Harrison, yeah. doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> wow, I don't Like in the same way that like fathers are like, oh, I don't want my daughter to have sex. But the fathers who are like, sure, they're going to have sex, whatever, I don't care. You know, that seems healthier to me. How is it healthy thing. to jack off the pictures of your mom and dad having sex? Um, look, I, I don't know how. I'm just saying. <laughs> I just don't it see seems that like, uh, you I know, think it's traumatic. A laissez faire, you know, move away from the puritanical <laughs> ideas of New England where I grew up. I remember um, my parents, though, were like, mm. why don't you want to hang out with them? Oh, I'm cool. I'd, I'd rather mm. just stay at home and play mm. Kid Icarus or something on mm. Nintendo. Yes. It's like, I don't want to go hang out with them, okay? And so I never had to hang out with them after that. Good. Yeah, fucking weirdo. But you'd still have to see his parents at the synagogue. And I'd be like, God, I totally saw your face just covered in your in your husband's cum. Was your dad the uh, rabbi of that particular yeah, yeah. synagogue? Yeah, yeah, the the community. You didn't like, feel responsible to say, this kid's wacky? No, I, I, well, I never, actually, I never told, I couldn't imagine telling my dad that. My dad's <laughs> yeah. like, yes. Okay, I must go read Torah. <laughs> well, like, plus, I, I don't yeah. think he would have registered that at all. And when we were kids, there was never like, oh, we got to warn somebody. Because there was no Columbine. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The but, closest thing we had to that was a fucking Pearl Jam song. I, you you know? Know, I didn't think that I was like, I didn't think to go warn my mom or tell my mom that I felt like I was being abused or yeah. something. I, like, I just was like, this is fucking weird. I'm not going to hang out with that kid anymore. Sure. Actually, that's a good point. I never thought about it that way, what you just said. Yeah. Like how... The worst things that happened to us as kids was like the big deals were basketball diaries. Yeah. Like the violence in that movie, that was the big deal. You know? yeah. yeah. So, um, interesting. interesting point, though, the fact that you said you think it's healthy that a kid would jack off the <laughs> picture of his parents. This guy committed suicide like five years ago. Oh, he did. I saw on Facebook. Really? <laughs> yeah, he committed suicide. Huh. So, I don't know how healthy it All is. All right, Harrison. well, <laughs> you know, <laughs> did he die with an erection and a pull right of his yeah. mom and dad? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I'm not quite mm. sure. I don't know the circumstances. I didn't see him in years. But yeah, that was like the fateful day of our friendship dying. Mm. Yeah, it was weird. All right. Although I did keep one of those Polaroids. People, send your stories to Instagram podcast at hotmail.com. Uh, we have phone calls coming up next. Before that, here's another word from adamandeve.com. Hey, sick and wrong listeners. This is Trucker Paul. I got to tell you about this wonderful porno place where you can buy jack-off machines dildos, inflatable wives. I bought them all. When I go home, I like to diddle my wife with a, a little dildo. When I'm on the road, I got my second wife, my blow-up doll, and my jack-off sleeve. Go to adamandeve.com. Type in the word diddle. D-I-D-D-L-E. And you'll get 50% off all your masturbation machines. How do y'all flick my balls? I put a spell on you. So we got a few phone calls to get to. 323-522-4032 is that number. The first call is uh, my father calling again from beyond the grave. It's weird that my father, first of all, knows the new number of the show because I know he used to call into the old number yeah but, but he used to be calling frequently which he is, calls more than my father calls me and mine's still yeah, alive yeah and your, your father's yeah. still alive so, so. He, here's mm. my father from right. beyond the grave again 
Okay. This is once again your father calling from beyond the grave. I don't have much time because me and Moses are performing circumcisions on all the aborted Jew fetuses. But I just wanted to say, once again, I am very disappointed in you. I witnessed an atrocious act that shows you have distanced yourself from your inner Jew. I saw your actions, D, when you went to the grocer and didn't use that 10% off coupon just because you thought the lady at the checkout was cute. How did he know this? How did he know? Disappointed in you, Day. <laughs> Me and Moses frowned upon you. First of all, I don't believe that you would find a checkout girl cute. I, I don't know what universe that would happen in. Uh, second, I don't know. I, I thought he was going to say, like, you know, you mixed meat and cheese or something. <laughs> meat and, meat yeah, and yeah. dairy or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. How do, I mean, so, so that means Moses and my mm. father are constantly watching me. Oh, yeah, yeah. Judging all my Rite Aid transactions. Well, the great thing about Moses, I mean, Moses is in heaven now because he was born before Jesus Christ, so he went to hell. But Jesus went down into hell and got him out. Oh, wow. Well. That's actually canon. Now, he's a yeah. good guy, that guy. Yeah. In a boat. And judgment is... Coming. Hell Hitler, hell Hitler, hell Hitler. Jesus, right. I didn't expect that at the end. Judgment is what? Judgment is coming, which is rather foreboding. But then is, the uh, the so, whole high Hitler at the end. My dad had a bit of a change of heart. Well, you, you know what they say? Heil Hitler is the new Baba Booey or something, right? I guess. <laughs> is, it, is that the new thing to do? Yeah, that's with the you kids. You know, it's the alt-right. The they steal Pepe the Frog, you know. and now they're yelling Heil Hitler instead of Baba Booey. What's next? That's what I wonder. Yeah. Well, anyway, I can tell you what's coming up next. Next, you're going to use fucking like lemon cream pies instead of coconut. Instead of coconut. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, thank you, Father, for uh, for calling in. I, you know, yes. if I knew there was a coupon available, I'd be using it. Mm. Uh, the other day, I, I got uh, I got some uh, flack at work for calling Walgreens to bitch mm. about my rewards card, mm. and uh, a couple of my coworkers were like. Yeah, Dee's an old man because he's calling to bitch about mm. his uh, rewards card. Do you have a rewards card from Rite Aid or Walgreens? I do, yeah. Okay, if you knew that there mm. was like 30, or I think it was $48 yeah. on your rewards card that you could use, but yet your zip code that was on the account is old and you couldn't remember it, mm. would you call and say, hey, this is my new zip code? Probably not because I have a, a fear the, the, those, the people who create these kinds of uh, programs and, 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 you know, options and stuff do it with people like me and mine who have a severe anxiety about talking on the phone and calling people and being, you know, I hmm. can't do it. I don't like it. It's hard for me to do. I guess. I mean, it, t it took like five minutes. I was like, yeah, here's my new zip. And she's like, okay, so now I can use $48. But I remember at the time I was trying to check out and the mm -hmm. guy was like, hey, you know, you got 48 bucks. And I was like, oh, sweet, I'll use it. And I couldn't remember the zip code. And you only get three tries, and then it's done. Ah. It's blocked. Yeah. I was quite upset. Oh. I went into like a Jew rage. <laughs> throwing dreidels everywhere. <laughs> All right. Uh, next call we got here is uh, from a caller I haven't heard from in a while. But what's interesting is the next two calls. Mm. Well, not next. One guy called twice. But the call after that are two of our callers who refer to themselves with the word nigga. Yes. This guy is the Flint nigga. Right. And I do not believe either of them are uh, African-American gentlemen. 
I don't. I you know I would dispute Young. that they are actually African American gentlemen. I think they are Caucasian gentlemen mm-hmm. who like to refer to themselves as niggas. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm no ethnographer. <laughs> That's it. I'm. I'm not one. <laughs> You're not. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Hey y'all, second round. D. Addison. What's hey, up? Y'all. I love this guy. Yeah, just, he's great. Just, just saying it. This Flynn nigga. How y'all been doing? I just cruising down fucking Midland and see um that shit wackily dry just um and I remember that. I remember you wackily used to that's where the name came from, some shit like that, but yeah, yeah. Maybe. He sounds he, different now. Yeah, he sounds more Caucasian he's, to me. Yeah, he said well he he doesn't sound like he learned, you know, to talk from Yo MTV raps. He sounds like he <laughs> learned how to talk from like fucking Miles Davis now or something. You know? We, you know what's funny though? It's like how many black guys do you know? Yeah. Like, current mm-hmm. like millennial black guys okay they use the term cruising like i was cruising down the street like i could see i could see easy e saying i was cruising down the street yeah. in my six four but now it's like they don't say cruising no i don't know if they ever said that they so, he said well, rolling easy, he, he said, said rolling he no, said rolling easy said cruising oh yeah you're right he, he did say cruising yeah okay. cruising my down bad. the street in my, but that was like 1991 i've now, i've resigned in shame Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah. Well, when we were first trying to think of names, mm. like for the show or pseudonyms, right. Wackily was like he used to live on Wackily Road. Okay, and so he chose Wackily. It's an actual road, mm. All so right. that's what he chose. Mm. Hope you're doing good out here. Do you sound like Harrison having some more problems, and I was concerned again. I don't know, man. <laughs> that. What the fuck that dude, nigga face? That guy's got serious fucking mental problem, man. Man, meow, you know? Whoa. Yeah. The two guys that refer that use the word nigga in their name don't like each other. They don't. This is like this is kind of got like a WWE rivalry going on here. Yeah, this town ain't like big Macho Man for the Randy Savage us. versus yeah. Hulk Hogan or something. Yep, maybe a seventy-year-old woman will give birth to a fucking hand. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> non sequitur. Right. Well, right. that happened. Don't you remember Did that it? in WWF? Did she give birth like, to a hand? It was one of the most horrible. I I'd never really really watched wrestling that much. But Whose it, hand? It was like a hand-like thing from like the Adams Family. Wow, did it move? Yeah. A w- Jesus. <clears throat> a WWF. In the yeah. 80s, yeah. It was fucking disturbing. Who's, who? A what? 70-year-old female wrestler or something. All right, I, I we're still gonna have, have nightmares fact about check it. This. Look Can it you up. fact check this? Look it up, motherfuckers. All right. you know? yeah. Rusty's right. fact-checking because yeah. that's what millennials do these days. Yeah, check it. Uh, you can actually use Hillary Clinton's website to yeah. fact-check uh, all, right. all of my WWF stories. <laughs> okay. Me. Fuck, Harrison, you need to get some more pussy and quit quit thinking about the drugs so much, man. Use your dick. Your dick is like a drug, man. Pop that pussy. That was a Roxy Music song, wasn't it? <laughs> your dick is like the drug. Yeah. Pop that pussy, yeah. Harrison. That's mm-hmm. your problem. Well, at first, you know, because <laughs> I remember he was worried about me before because, you know, I was... Uh, sexually uh, involved with uh, transgender folk, but uh, now now he actually has a good point. 
Actually, what he's saying makes a lot yeah. of sense to me. Yeah, smack, smack some ass, pop some pussy, stop popping the pills, man. Clean that shit up. You'd be all right, but stay, stay the way, fuck away from nigga face. And uh, nigga face needs to bring his ass to Flint. Motherfucker. Ooh, damn. We'll Turf war. Fucking show you the Flint River, motherfucker. And you see how hard you are then, motherfucker, with the body. God with damn. With that ass in a body bag. That's what we call that shit. Kaiju battle! That's totally going to be a kaiju Jesus, battle. Jesus, dude. Wait. So he was saying a body bag in the Flint River. Yeah. Damn. Calling nigga face mm. out. Wow. This is, yeah. So, uh, did Mr. T have an, I might be wrong on this, but did Mr. T release a record in the 80s that was like, pop yo pussy, don't pop no pills, or something? It was like no. an anti-drug. I'm pretty sure he did not. No, I'm okay, pretty, but yeah. he had an anti-drug, and... he had an anti-drug rap record, though. Like, Just Say No, or something. It was probably like, I pity the fool who pops pills, or something. It was something like that, but it was mm. like, Just Say No to Drugs. So I'm thinking, this guy... You should it's, pop a smile. <laughs> That's probably what it was. It's probably that. All right. You know, no, yeah. it's like be somebody. It was like, I oh, have God. the record. It's in there somewhere. I'll show you right. after the show. But um, actually, we should almost play it as a song of the week. Okay. I'll, I'll see if I, you know what? I'm going to end the show with the Mr. T anti-drug song, PSA, awesome. as a song of the week. But anyway, this guy is saying a very, a very like uh, anti-drug type of message, like a Nancy Reagan kind of thing. Look. Harrison, pop that pussy. Don't pop no pills. All right, we got a lot more here. So. It'll make you happy. Nah, fucking a. You guys need to play some motherfucking Eshan sometime too. Eshan. Eshan. That's a that's a Detroit rapper. He's oh, a God. satanic Detroit rapper. I forgot about Eshan. He's specifically mm. satanic rapper. Yeah, he's a satanic Detroit mm. rapper. He's a badass. I, got, I, I have a couple Isham records. I forgot about that guy. Is he really scummy? It was in the. It was like mid '90s gangster okay. rap, but he was like his whole thing is he's a satanic rapper. That's the thing I, I like about those those horrorcore rappers like from Brooklyn that predate Juggalos, like Necro and fucking yeah, you know Ill Bill and all those dudes. Isham was so Necro, scummy. Though. They're so scummy, <laughs> you know. And Isham's also a black guy. Necro's mm. white. All right, and a Jew. But I know that. The murder rap. I say play some Isham, booming words from hell. A motherfucker pussy ain't got no face. Cause I know Hassan don't care about that either. So pussy ain't got no face. I think that's hmm. a Clive Barker story. Now that was a Billy Idol song, right? That was man without a face. <laughs> no, it's right? eyes without a face. Yeah. Oh, okay. It yeah. could work though with pussy without pussy without a face. Yeah. <laughs> Not no human Pete, race. Hope, hope. Hope you figure your shit out, man. Me too. You fucking Flynn nigga hollering at you. Y'all keep it sick, keep it wrong. Ow. Sir, so thank you for hollering at me. It's just Kelsey Grammer. So uh, Harrison mm. is uh, appreciative. And, and, you know, you're, mm. he, the guy's obviously concerned about your welfare. Sure. But he but calls back. He calls back. He calls back oh, again. Yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, yo, sick and wrong. This Flynn nigga. I forgot to tell you one motherfucking last thing, too. I hear you motherfucking talk about Trump shit all the time. I, I'm trying to figure, what the fuck? You guys so down on motherfucking Trump. And, you know, fucking Trump, he's a, he's a motherfucking pimp, man. You know? And that Hillary, I just want to fucking smack in a fucking white face. 
knocks the fucking smile off her face. Fucking fuck her and fuck that bitch. What do you think, man? Trump a pimp, man. Guys gotta, gotta show some love. Fuck those hoes. Like, Fuck those hoes. You know, I am actually quite surprised that Flint nigga is a Trump supporter. Right. Yeah, you know, I never would have guessed that. Yeah. Aren't you kind of stunned there, Rusty? I was. A, I think I spent most of the time analyzing this guy's newfound mm. way of speaking. <laughs> well, no, it just surprises me that a white guy who thinks he's black from Flint would be a supporter of Trump. But hey, you know, maybe uh, you never know. It's Trump a weird. It's to. a weird country. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's a weird. And Why you can do they support give, anyone you yeah. want? Why do they give about a hundred times more shits about nine eleven in the South than they do in New York, where it actually fucking happened and we lived through it? You know. Well, it's because there it's a fashion statement. You <laughs> yeah, know, people so. still wear the shirts. Yeah, like a, Oh no, yeah, the, I'm, I'm talking about the nine yeah. eleven shirts or nine eleven right. jackets. You like, know, the that's ones, still popular in Alabama. Yeah, like the ones with the the bald eagle riding in the background, a, riding a motorcycle while burning a copy of the Quran. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's that should a, be that, our new shirt. I love that. That shirt. should be the next we second round shirt. That, actually. Yeah, yeah, that's a good yeah, idea. Yeah. Um, why are we all down on Trump? I don't even know where to begin with. I that. mean, he didn't prepare for the debate. That <laughs> honestly, that kind of annoys me. That kind of like <laughs> he did. If too. he had prepared for the debate, I'd be like, okay, yeah, he's taking he it seriously. Up. That's preparation enough. Like even me, I was like. You think one one of his weird fucking cavalcade of circus maniacs who runs campaign would have been like, look, you know, when she brings up the housing crisis, you talk, you mentioned that her husband's the guy who passed Glass Steagall, and it's a thing. Like, I, I, literally, I'm thinking of shit, <laughs> you know, how, that he could say. I love how like Harrison's trying to counter Clinton. Well, it's as if Harrison's debating Clinton, but you're just, debating better than Trump. Yeah. I, I, you know, it's one of I should have gone to law school to be honest. You know, I, I disagree that he didn't come prepared. He mm. prepared at least six lines of blow before that <laughs> debate. <laughs> he, 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 did, he did really fuck up. Mm. He had so many windows to destroy her, and mm. he just didn't take them. But I th- yeah, he did. There were a lot of opportunities. She, mm. said, she said a few things that even, yeah, like me or you were just like, mm. dude, what the fuck? Why aren't you calling her out on that? Yeah. Like countering. You know? But I mean, but, if, if you know, Rosie O'Donnell decides to run, he'll be all right. Well, I think you got that of, in there. I mean, that's good. I think Thank part God. of it is, too, is, uh, is he doesn't listen. He doesn't pay attention. So yeah, he's yeah. not that debater. Whereas Hillary's like a fucking lawyer. I mean, that's yeah, what yeah, her yeah. whole job is. Or she's ready for that. Right. You know, but yeah, well, Rosie O'Donnell, seriously? Yeah, like who? <laughs> this, that was like 10 years ago, and he's still bringing it up. But that's his past. He can't get over things. because you know, the dude it's holds like a, a grudge. He needs to let yeah. that shit go. Yeah. I mean, despite about conservative, liberal, whatever, whatever, it's, it's just he, you know, I, 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 he's amusing, but he's, he's kind of like a, just a giant orange child. Oh, racist, misogynist, man-child? Yeah, yeah, he is, actually. You know, um, a, that makes sense. And that we're, I don't know. I don't... Yeah, but that would be... That was what would make him a great president. Like, that's why there are Republicans who are like, I'm going to vote for Hillary Clinton. I guess my confusion is more on... Uh, besides... Like, I don't know how to ask this, but I don't want to say this without insulting somebody, but... Mm. Compare, I'm like, already insulted. Compare somebody like Trump with Clinton. Bill Clinton. Bill? Yeah. I'm already tweeting angry yeah, tweets Bill. to you. So, so, so what, what, well, Bill Clinton, the thing about Bill Clinton is that love him or hate his policies, he's the guy who goes into the room, sees everyone, okay. knows everyone's name, okay. he's charismatic, knows stuff the about them. 
He's got those eyes you get lost in. Everyone says this. You know what I mean? I've gotten he, lost in those he eyes. He talks to you and he's like, you know, talking to you. You know what I mean? He's made for that shit. He's like shit. a fucking Peter Gabriel song. Yeah. What? <laughs> I don't know. It made sense at the time. So yeah. the way I see him is... I I, more early Genesis, Early D, Genesis, okay. Yeah. Policy aside, morale, mm. mor- uh, moral mm. compass kind of crap, everything aside, mm. I see him as a Bill Clinton. What, Trump? Yes. Dude, Bill, I've read that Bill Clinton people With would none vote of the him charm. for... I've, I've read that they would vote Bill Clinton as for a third term if they could. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. I, but Donald Trump doesn't really have any charm. No. You know? that's, no. That's, he, and he's Bill Clinton, offensive and he's racist. That's Bill I'm, Clinton is like, what he, what he's, despite whatever you may think of him, he's a very smart guy and he's very, very, very he's fucking charming. charming. How do you think he's shagged all those fat yeah. girls? <laughs> so when, when they get in there, you have people... They, they, it, Trump loves to describe that I'm not going to be the one running the country my cabinet will and he's basically describing a scenario that happens with every single president and I think right. until we got to somebody like uh, no I think he said his caddies not his caddies <laughs> his yeah, caddies yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> who will be hot by the way yeah I just love the fact that uh, he's so pissed off about the what's her name Elisa Machado the, the Miss University that mm-hmm. Hillary brought up as being fat that he's like up at three in the morning fat shaming her it's like, come on, Trump, listen, just don't do that. Do it yeah. at like 6 p.m. Say like, you know, bring up some insulting aspects of her past and that, that's valid. But when you're doing it at 3 a.m., you look like a fucking crazy drug yeah, addict. Yeah, I mean, don't you think that, you know? I'm surprised. It's, it's even like when I, you're like, oh, I don't want to write so this girl on OK Cupid because it's 4 a.m. It'll look yeah. weird. <laughs> totally. Like when even you're trying to, fucking you, maniacs. You don't want to message the girl back yeah. at 430 Jesus because Christ, the girl's going to be like, what are you doing up at 430 mm-hmm. writing me back? It's like Trump's just on his Twitter. I don't know why he's awake. Maybe he's, maybe he only sleeps a couple hours a day. Successful people only sleep for like four hours or something. But he's up the in the Vinci middle of the cycle, night, yeah. pissed off about something that happened like 10 years ago. And he's just like, right. I need to tweet about Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah. She's a fat pig. <laughs> it's like, come on, dude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I see nothing wrong with the 3 a.m. Personally. <laughs> well, no, neither, not for you or me. But mm. for like a, someone who's running for president, yeah. Yeah. People like most Americans probably go to bed by what nine. But that's my whole point. That that's why I'm saying he's more the Bill Clinton type. He's he he represents the everyday American more than Hillary Clinton ever would. The fucking Bill Clinton's not up at like fucking four a.m. tweeting about. No, he's banging. He's he's sticking as as Colin <laughs> yeah, he's Powell not said. Tweeting. He's sticking around with other women. <laughs> he's not tweeting about Bob Dole. But the thing is, is that, <laughs> like fucking, that if you Bob if Dole, if you're gonna yeah right, if you're gonna compare them to say I don't know Greek gods, you know. Uh, Donald Trump is, I don't know, he's like Hades and Dionysus, right? Whereas Bill Clinton is Dionysus, but he's also Apollo. Little Apollo thrown in there. Yeah, a little Apollo, bit of Apollo. I like that. A little bit of Apollo, a little bit of Dionysus. Yeah, Yeah, Donald Trump doesn't have any wisdom. That's the problem. Yeah, so. If Donald Trump wins, how much change do you think would happen? Well, the change in my uh, comedic sensibilities, that's going to be there. Actual (laughs) policy changes. Do you, think- you know, well, it depends on it. With the, the things with the Trump, Trump can has some Supreme Court justice picks that could affect things. Also, who's going to get? Maybe the Republicans will get the the Congress, and then things will change. So, mm-hmm. I mean, who knows? If not, then it's going to be a Democratic Congress, and they're just going to fight him just like they did Obama. So it'll be the same thing, a stalemate. It'll just be a reversal, but now with yeah. Trump instead of Obama. And then they'll over, yeah, they'll veto everything he tries to do. So it's, it's probably going to be the same fucking bullshit. Yeah. I mean, exactly whatever. what it's going to be. Yeah, I mean, it's like... If I thought that Gilbert Godfrey could end up on the Supreme Court, then now you're interested. Now I'm interested. 
you know Howard Stern maybe well if Howard Stern mm. did burn the bridge by saying Trump lied about the yes. Iraq war thing he mm. could have been a Supreme Court justice Stern you blew that mm. he did anyway so an answer to your question yeah Trump's just a dick um, but there you go um, I'm surprised that you support him living in Flint, but hey, you know, teach their own. That's yeah, the, I mean, that's, if, that's even if you're, if you're conservative, what do you think? Somebody like, you know, the ghost of fucking William F. Buckley would smile down upon Trump as a candidate. Well, that, that's of his the thing. Party. It's like, like, it's like, what? Do you honestly it's think crazy. that Donald Trump would even let this guy or any guy in the South or any mm. of his constituency that's voting for him, the alt right people, wipe mm. his ass? He wouldn't. Right. Like, Donald Trump doesn't give a shit about any of them. Donald Trump gives a shit about Donald Trump. Right. And his business associates. No, he order, he'll, he'll just order a bride from Slovakia, have her shipped over, she wipes his ass, and then she goes right in the fucking furnace. Hillary, on that's, the other hand... That's money. Hillary, on the other hand, also just gives a shit about yourself, and then mm. she'll have the Secret Ser- Service kill you. Because right. she's had cer- Secret Service detail for, what, like three decades? Yeah. I don't know how long. <laughs> I, they're both shitheads, no. all right? <laughs> Put it that way. That's, that's, I mean, I, I, either way, there's like probably a factory level number of people that are being put in the furnace every day with these two. Yeah, either so, one. So it's like, yeah. it, to me, it's like if I have to choose between the lightest piece of shit, yeah. it's, I'm thinking I'm going to go with Hillary, but yeah. I really don't, I, you know, I don't like, I like either yeah, one. I mean, I'm not, I'm definitely not going to vote for, um, you know, I, I'm not going to vote for Moloch. Uh, I think I'm going to vote for Astaroth. I think that that's gonna work for me, you know. So. Why don't you vote for Gary Johnson? You yeah. can't even name a foreign yeah. diplomat <laughs> that he respects. Aleppo. All right, so we got a. All got, right, we got. So anyway, we got, yeah, we got a. Uh, yeah, yeah, but the, this this arch enemy, Flint niggas, arch enemy, nigga face, nigga face calls back. Mm-hmm. Hey, what's up, you guys? Oh, sorry, I've been in jail for a minute. I'm just hanging out with my boys. Uh, Yo, this is a nigga face, y'all. I'm sorry, it's been a minute since I've been able to text to call you. I'm going to hit you up. He's not still in jail, is he? How could he be in jail? He was, like, in jail for, like, a week, right? Well, I mean, in New York, if you get arrested, you can end up in Rikers Island for, like, two years. Before. But you're not going to go to Rikers for wiping shit on a hobo. Nevada's a weird place. Okay, maybe. Yeah. So, I mean, but it, I don't understand. If he's got so much money, just hire a fucking hot shit attorney. Shit hot attorney. Whatever. Good attorney, you know? For my burn phone, before Monday gets around. But, uh, yeah, so things aren't going so good down my way in Nevada. Oh, shit. Mm. All that bullshit happened out of uh, a burning man. Really took a, uh, a turn for the worst. I mean, it, it, it's not as bad as it could have been, you know? But uh, I'm going to end up being... Uh, I got eight months, probably get five months if I'm a good boy here in this prison down here in Nevada. You're not, you don't have a good enough attorney. Hire a better one. Yeah, but you don't know about his priors. Like, th- this guy probably mm. uh, has probably been arrested before, I imagine. And Rusty, since you don't, uh, mm. you're not privy to this, he got arrested for what? Like, exposing himself to something someone? Something like that, yeah. And, uh, like, drugs or something. So he got arrested, mm. not at Burning Man, but a mm. town near Burning Man. And so while he was there, there was, like, didn't he have to take, something happened with feces. Like, the toilet overflowed. Something. Yeah. yeah. Uh, God damn it, get out of here, you motherfucker. No. No. I'm assuming Sorry. that's his dog. Yeah. I brought my dogs down. Uh, but no. They allow dogs uh, in prison? Yeah. Hondo and uh, 
Kissinger. I think <laughs> Did they allow him in prison? No, no, no. He's he, not in prison he's now. Out. I oh. think he's saying he has to go back. Oh. Yeah, right. for, for like five he's, months. He's looking at five to eight months. Yeah. Go to Mexico. Yeah, here, hopefully soon. Abscond. Uh, have you up here, Harrison. Again, D, go fuck yourself. I mean that in the most deep, sincere, honest, kind. Yeah. Not walking into a gas chamber's way. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, uh, I love you guys, but. It's going to be real fucking bullshit down here. I've got a uh, burner phone that I'm going to end up calling you on. Uh, Harrison, you can go for yourself. You ain't getting this number or that number either. But, uh, so yeah, D, you get a, uh, you, you not D, uh, Harrison, you get this fucking, uh, you get a text from this fucking random number. It's going to be me. Want to let you. God, you know, last weekend, um, I was so depressed. Actually, I got a call from Nigga Face, and, oh. but I was so depressed I didn't answer it. You couldn't even answer. I couldn't even answer it. And he normally brightens up my day. <laughs> but I just couldn't even, the phone just scared me. They're phone know. pals. They talk yeah, a couple yeah. times a week. Yeah. You all know how fucking bullshit it is down here in Nevada. So apparently, when you have your dick out and flying around in a town that isn't Burning Man, when you came from Burning Man, they don't look at that uh, the same way. As uh, they do when you are at Burning Man. Apparently, it's cool to have your dick out at Burning Man, but not in the town where you're uh, picking some things up. We'll just leave it at that. Words to live by. And uh, yeah, it's it's pretty great. I also found out that uh, they give you a uh, they give you physical when you come in here. Pretty cool system here in Nevada. I got two STDs, and uh, oh yeah, no, the reason I got shit on at Burning Man. Was because I was getting with this fucking chick and she was all fucking hot and I was like, yeah, let's do it. Like I'm talking, like you ain't seen me yet, but I'm sure she's real hot. She's way out of my league. Like it'd be like uh, Angelina Jolie fucking Hondo, and you see what she looked like. You both fucking do. Hondo's his dog. Yeah, I'm sure she looked like Angelina and, uh, Jolie. No, it ain't right. It'd be like. All right, so you're gonna have to s stay tuned for next time. Will you hear? <laughs> What happened to Niggerface? Will Hondo hook up with Angelina Jolie? Find <laughs> out. Um, yeah, cut off. And there's a second part, but it, that's long too. Great, so we're, we're going to do that next time. Um, yeah, that's the yeah. thing, dude. It's like three mm. minutes. That's Look, it. if you actually have to go to the, if it's the Nevada State Prison, um, I would say just as soon as you get in there, find the woods, hook up with the woods. You know? I know. I got to say. Hook up uh, with the woods immediately. Uh, also, there's a, uh, I'm a kind of a prison memoir enthusiast, I guess. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. You read a good uh, one lately? Yeah, this one's specifically about the Nevada State Prison. Uh, you Got Nothing Coming, Notes from a Prison Fish by Jimmy Lerner. It's a good one. All right. Well, yeah. Book club. You get it's a lot of it. Club. It lays out the entire politics of the Nevada State Prison. Um, it's great. So there you go. Yeah. That's uh, Flint Nigga's foil. Did he? Nigga face. Real quick question. Hmm. His dick, uh, or put pulling his dick out. Was he doing like dick spin, or was he just peeing and they got meat him for spin? That? Meat spin. I'm sorry, I'm not sure what. Or he was, was he doing. just peeing? And the cops gave him an exposure ticket. I think he was doing meat spin. I don't know. What do you think he was doing? I have no idea. I uh, he never really went into details. Mm. He just said he got arrested for exposure. Mm. So I'm not quite sure what it was. But at, at Burning Man, I'm sure that'd be totally cool. But right. any town outside of the Black Rock Desert, probably not cool. Yeah, you know. Um, but you know it's law uh, and order. 
It's, it's interesting that nigga face is like, I want to party with Harrison, but yet Flint nigga is like, you shouldn't pop pills mm. with nigga face. <laughs> so I, I don't know who you're going to choose, but you have two. Jesus Christ. You yeah. have two white men that refer to themselves as niggas on your shoulder. One Which Apollo, one are you gonna go to? the other Dionysus. <laughs> That's, a, that's yeah. Harrison's conundrum. Yeah. He's got nigga face on his right shoulder. He's got Flynn nigga on his left. The Apollonian. He's got to choose one. A classic Nietzschean fucking dilemma. You know? Pop that pussy. Pop that Not pussy. Not those pills. Not those pills. That's what Flint nigga says. All right, guys. Hey, uh, just uh, so everybody knows, fucking, what is it? Uh, October goddamn, uh, I'm going to be at fucking New York Comic Con. Guys. Oh yeah, next week. Yeah, next, next weekend. Week. Yeah. You're next week. Yeah. So it's uh it's like I don't know, Thursday, October, whatever the fuck to whatever it is, right? Yeah. yeah well, so, are you signing and do you have your own table? Yeah, I have my own table for my own press. Uh Thursday, October sixth through fucking Sunday, October ninth. I'll be there. Dan Fogler's gonna be there, he'll be signing shit. I'm on booth twelve sixty in the small press uh, area. So, there you go, people. You can go meet go. a legend. Yeah. At the uh, New York Comic Con. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah so. uh, people with show on iTunes, we appreciate that. Bring Subscribe, me drugs. Rate, comment. Drugs. Always a uh, a big plus here. Mm. Uh, also, if you want to buy a t-shirt, you got to be a small person because we only have small tees left. Mm. Go to com slash store and get yourself a small sick and wrong tee. You can also order from com slash sick and wrong. Finally here, Sigarong Song of the Week is going to be the Mr. T anti-drug song that I was... That uh, you imagined. I did not imagine. This is reality, right, people. Sure. It's called Be Somebody. Yeah. I think. And anyway. If, and if you can't find it, we'll just play the Super Bowl Shuffle or something. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's how it goes here. Okay. Now, I'm going to end it with the Mr. T song. So uh, there you go. People will be back next week with episode 553. Rusty, thanks for uh, co-hosting this week. Thanks for having me. And I'm sure you'll be on in the future. And uh, go see Harrison at Comic-Con. Till then, take it sleazy.
six, 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 three, eight, four, six. What the fuck happened to that?